You are now listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Welcome back, episode 17. So before I just spoke, I spoke to the two guys in front of me and said, are we all going to make a noise when we uh, start the podcast? Oh, and, I didn't get that. And Dave said, yeah, I'm going to make a noise. Should we try it again? No, I, I think that was good. <laughs> yeah. Three, two, one. <laughs> no, Welcome God. to episode 17 of Feeding Off Each Other. Going up, going up on Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, y'all. Welcome to Feeding Off Each Other, the show where we chat to people way more interesting than ourselves in the hopes of stealing some of their sweet, sweet talent and knowledge. I'm Matt Dennison, and I'm joined by the impossibly handsome Jason Lucas. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> well, now I'm blushing. And introducing official first-time mountain biker, David Wiggins. Thank you, thank you. It was very scary, but fun. That's right, folks. Dave went mountain biking, and we're very excited to talk about this experience. The whole time we had this experience, we're just like trying to withdraw from comments and save it for the podcast so if now finally we can talk about it yeah jason i never even asked you anything about your montreal trip because i just wanted to save it for the podcast oh okay i feel like this I podcast you're just being a jackass yeah exactly <laughs> well, that's the thing i feel like the podcast is hurting my social life because i don't want to ask anybody anything and save it for the podcast we, we were in a car and on a ferry for several hours and we just didn't speak to each other <laughs> no literally i was, I was like You'd so many like, times uh, uh, no, never mind. No, I'll save it. <laughs> oh, but what if... No, no, save it. But it, but he, now we're here. And yep. now we can talk about it. So, Jason, how was Montreal? Oh, it was good. Um, yeah, what a cool city. It's like... Uh, I don't know. I kept thinking it, it's similar to Vancouver in terms of it's Canadian and everyone's nice and friendly. and um, But it has more cool stuff. More cool restaurants. More cool bars. More... Je ne sais quoi. More old, more old shit. <laughs> more cool stuff. You're jaded, man. Vancouver's got cool stuff. Come it on. does. It does. But it has different cool stuff. Vancouver, I think, has definitely cool restaurants and bars, but not as many. Yeah. And it has the mountains, which Montreal definitely does not have. But what Montreal doesn't have in mountains, I think it makes up for in... Um, you must have seen it, too, when you biked around. Like, really good bike lanes, really cool neighborhoods, and accessibility is super it's like pretty flat so you can just pedal wherever you want yeah i mean the restaurants and the bars and stuff just takes it to another level how many poutines did you eat uh four like almost as many as we ate in quebec city that's actually insane to me and what but, was the best poutine uh there was a plate it's tied um there was a place called La Banquise. Uh, La Banquise? Yeah, La Banquise. So last podcast, I said it's either La Banquise or La Banquise, but it's La Banquise. Mm. Maybe, yes. <laughs> I said it Wait. wrong. You mean La Black Keys, the band? No, the no, 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 no. Oh, okay. La Banquise. Thank you, Dan God. Shout out Dan God. For uh, actually. Nice. Yeah, yeah that he would know. Um, <laughs> which is like super good. Uh, obviously, you know, like I think I went there super late at night and it was the perfect meal at Two or three a.m. Um, and then another place was Frick. I knew I'd forget the name. I think it was like Nisk N Y S K or something. It was a restaurant, and they did a, a duck confit poutine. Oh, was like, it, it was like that was very fancy and, and nice. Where Le, Le Banquis, yummy Le Banquis, was a uh, like a good dirty, good dirty poutine. I think I just saw. <laughs> That's appropriate poutine sound. We're all on the soundboard today. I, I I'm like not fresh. I'm very not fresh. Is this our 
There he is. He's our guest. Oh, there he is. We oh, must there not is. name him no. unless you've already read the title of the podcast. Then. Hey, uh, mystery guest, the podcast, I mean, <laughs> the bathroom <laughs> is uh, forwards and to your left. Yes. We have a microphone in there as well, recording it. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's recording on the tinkle track. <laughs> um, all right. We got we to gotta get through these pre-guest discussions before he's uh, done his business in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason, glad your Montreal trip was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave, how was your first time mountain biking? <sighs> like I said, uh, fun but scary. Actually, you know what? That's a bit of a lie. I wasn't that scared. I felt like I had good teachers and support. So I was kind of like, like if I was just going out there on my own, I, I would have been way more sort of tripped out. But you just kind of, if you watch someone right in front of you go down it and it doesn't look that crazy, you're like, yeah, the bike will find its way. Yeah. I think um, as your quote unquote guru, which mm-hmm. is not, not a good teacher at all, but uh, it was sweet. Uh, and I don't want to spoil too much. Well, of the let's video. set the scene. Let's set the scene. We <laughs> yeah, were in we that's were fair. in Comox. We yeah. were we went to Cumberland. Mm-hmm. Dave got to have his first mountain bike experience, and arguably one of the best places to ride bikes in this area. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jason was his guru. Yes. And um, you guys rode uh, what trail? We rode a blue flow trail. Uh, I'll, I'll save the name. You want to save it? Okay. I want to save it. <laughs> right. we, we will make a. It's going to be a video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be a great video. We actually. One of the, we don't script every Mahalo video, but this one we scripted. A little bit, but a little bit, a little bit. Little on bit. the trail, that was unscripted. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Unscripted and unrated. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Giggity, giggity, giggity. I'm glad you're okay. I definitely, there was some crashes. Spoiler yep. alert. Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's crashes? A few spills. At least yeah, a little ones. Of, mm. Let's just say my butthole was not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in. Oh, he's Now here. here's a guy that knows bikes. What up? Good to see you, man. I almost biked here, actually. Really? But it was just very ambitious for me. So Did you decide to get just those push a guy on. instead? Did I what? Just decide to push a guy here instead? <laughs> yeah, actually, funnily <laughs> enough, I was kind of trail running here. Which what? seems very appropriate. Okay, wait, let's make sure. I'm pouring him water. Ju- Julian is not peeing. Oh, I've just spoiled. <laughs> I've spoiled. Is this? Is there a leak? I'm, how is this still pouring? Okay. Oh, it's the endless cup. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like walking. Well, I took the bus. And Don't dox me, bro. Don't dox me. <laughs> I took the bus and then I like took some like route that went through a park and I was like running through trails. And I was like, this seems very appropriate to get here. <laughs> yeah, you're like mildly sweaty. Yeah. So, uh, I was like, I was cold. And then I, you know, I broke a sweat because I was like, okay, well, I need to pick up the pace. So. Yeah. He's actually really just nervous and he got a ride from his mom. <laughs> yeah, my mom's waiting outside. For <laughs> yeah, we, just, gotta, we gotta be quick. He just finished eating his Lunchables and got out of the minivan. <laughs> uh, we were just... Um, uh, talking about Dave's first time mountain biking. We took him mountain biking for the first time last week. Oh my gosh, how was that? It was good. Yeah. Every time we asked him, so Dave, how was it? He would say, it's what I expected. <laughs> and we'd all get <laughs> mad at him because he wouldn't just say, I had fun. <laughs> and and I tell people, he said, <laughs> I, it's exactly what I expected. And people say, that's the most Dave answer I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in my defense, it's not how, what you didn't ask how was it. You guys were like, was it what you, you, you preloaded it with, was it what you expected on multiple times? What did you expect it to be? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I like, you're on a bike and you're going fast. I don't know. And like there's rocks and it's unpredictable and it's, um, rugged terrain. 
Yeah, that's, I guess that's probably what I would have expected as well. Oh, yeah, just like the description of like a pickup truck by Ford or something. <laughs> so Dave had a very special experience as his first time mountain biking because mm-hmm. he not only had a film crew filming it, like a very like high level film crew, but he also got to ride the Fuel EXE. Oh, that's true. Cheater. Yeah. There it is. But I tried not to use the, the motor like that much. Yeah, you were using it less than me. You're actually, <laughs> when we were climbing, like Dave's pace, this isn't a spoiler, his pace was too high for, I was like struggling to keep up. I was like. I was just trying to be impressive. I was like going yeah. for it. And then you were like, oh yeah, my motor's not even on or I'm on one bar. And I was like full bars <laughs> trying to keep up. Well, because we, we talked about me climbing, you know, because there was a shuttle option, but we talked about me riding up to have the full experience. So I was like, oh, if I have this motor on full, you know, I'm not getting the full, full. You know, You're first just time to your craft. Yeah. I'm impressed. <laughs> As in character. But yeah. I had to turn it off on certain moments. Well, I, I got to hand it to you, Dave, because there's a lot of pressure leading up to that first bike ride. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about it a lot. It was mm-hmm. ruminating in your head. Ruminating? Is that a word? Yeah, that works. And uh, yeah, but you nailed it. You didn't fall. You didn't, I mean, you didn't kill yourself. You fell. Mm-hmm. You didn't kill yourself. No. So we're glad you're here. Thank you. Because <laughs> finding another... Uh, get a producer for the show is going to be a complicated process so it was also like a long day of riding we were out there it was huge jason's was like yeah we're you wouldn't normally go for this long your first time i was like okay that makes me feel better i don't go normally that long for my thousandth (laughs) it was like eight hours what's long eight hours we were out there for like eight hours yeah no yeah yeah it was a long time man so i I was on foot and i hiked the whole way and i i was sore for three days after that yeah yeah i was pretty i was pretty sore the next morning well, it's uh, all downhill from here, Dave. More rides, more fun. Literally downhill, like on a bike? Yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uphill and then downhill nice. and then uphill and downhill. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Thank you. Um, so, okay, we got a little bit more um, housekeeping to do here before we introduce our guest of honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, speak pipe messages. You yes. got something lined up. So last week we introduced um, voicemails or voice messages from the fans to all you out there listening. And we actually have some messages, so let's listen to one. Here's the first one. I'm, I won't say last names, so I'll say it's from Truman T. Hello, Matt, Dave, Jason, and whatever special guest you guys are hosting on this podcast. I cannot wait for Dave to learn how to mountain bike. <laughs> I, and that leads me to my question. When is Dave going to ride the rock roll on Black Cherry? Oh. Oh my! Oh, black cherry? You mean uh, the cherry bomb? The cherry oh, no. bomb. What is that? Oh, what's the what's the? Uh... Uh, it's on Wild Cherry. Wild Cherry. Yeah, that's the triple black diamond trail <laughs> that Kaz and Andrew made a video on. Pass. I haven't even ridden that thing. Yeah, the, the, they'll be like nevuary. <laughs> so Julian, what this thing is? Oops, it's I like my pants. It's a rock roll that goes down one step, two feet, and then there's a flat bit, and it's basically straight down. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> that sounds insane but maybe if you uh you know he had his best friend on the trail out yeah, there mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you know can give you a push yeah, <laughs> yeah so little, thank you thank you for whisper. your question truman um i will never do that <laughs> <laughs> but we're glad that you're stoked that um yeah. at this very moment that dave did go mountain biking and we, yeah uh, i look forward to hearing what you have to say about that video please leave us another voicemail after you've seen the video yeah, yeah. Okay, I got I got another one from this one's. I'll say the full name for this one. Okay, not to dox them, but uh, their name is Jason Lover Four Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you found my message. Perfect. Yeah. Um, 
I might have to play it multiple times because it's kind of hard to decipher. I don't okay. remember even if it's a question. <laughs> I'm just saying Jason definitely a smash bro. <laughs> Jason is definitely a smash bro. That's yeah, what that's I what I heard. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> you're a smash. You're like you're always oh, always oh, a smash bro. Like That's pretty neat. It's not a pass, he's a smash. Okay, I, I thought he meant like he's a character in Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> that's what I thought too. I was like, is he Samus or something? Like, you're one of the Smash Brothers. <laughs> I'm a Smash Brother. <laughs> All right, well, I consider myself a Kirby. All right, thank you, Jason Lover420. We're going to move on from that one. This one is from. Oh, we have another one. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, this th that one didn't really count. That was a bonus one. All right, okay. This one's Let's, from. Last one. This one's from Al. Hey, Matt, David, Jason. Um, this is a short time I know theater Wait, I know. podcast. This is Alonzo Gavarn. I started listening maybe last month, <laughs> and I am caught up with everything. It's been a great ride. Uh, you guys are doing fantastic. And I just want to ask each and every one of you, especially Dave, because Dave's opinion is my favorite opinion. <laughs> um, what's your guys' favorite how-to episode from like the old IFHD days? Uh, and do you guys plan on doing any more of those in the future? Oh, um, Anyway, thanks. Oh. Thanks for bringing the last, especially you, Dave. Um, hope you guys have a good day, and see ya. What the hell was that buzz? Was he farting? <laughs> no, Jason played a sound. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was a child. <laughs> oh, you played okay? Let's go. Yeah. Uh, okay. I thought that was like a... <laughs> yeah, so that was from Alonzo. Yeah, I definitely... Who's yeah. Alonzo? Alonzo is a, a friend of ours that came on the I Only Ride Park tour with us, and... Uh, yeah, funny guy. Uh, good question. I'm going to have to say How to Be a 90s Gamer is my favorite. We had a good time mm. acting on that one and doing it all ourselves. Good times. It's the good old answer. days when we just did everything our, ourselves. Great answer. <laughs> that was, was mine, too. I was going to say How to Be a DJ. Mm. Between the two of those, probably. And the Canadian ones. I'm biased. I just picked the ones that I worked <laughs> and on. And the mountain bike ones and the road bike <laughs> and ones. And rock climber is pretty good. Oh, but music producer is pretty funny. <laughs> Actually, they're all good. I, I mean, we've been trying to make another one. It's just like at this point in our in our our company, it's kind of I don't know. We haven't figured out how to really make money doing them. <laughs> we got to find a sponsor. So if you are are a sponsor out there and you want to pay us to make one, I mean, I kind of want to like spoil what how tos we had lined up. Or we have, we still have. Uh, I mean, okay, well, I mean, okay. Mm -hmm. We really wanted to do way back in the day how to be a skateboarder. We want. Yep. We also wanted to do how to be a snowboarder. Mm -hmm. Everybody, everybody was asking for that one. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also how to be a oh, an overlander. Mm -hmm. that That'd be, be awesome. Good. You know what an overlander is? No, I don't. It's a uh, basically car camping. Oh, <laughs> People yeah. who take trucking very seriously, and you know, they, <laughs> okay, they yeah. got their rig and. That yeah. is a thing. Yeah, you ever seen the How to Be series on our channel? Some of them, yeah. yeah. Uh, How to Be a DJ. I definitely like that one. Funnily enough, actually, my brother is like a massive fan of IFHC. Oh, really? Like, What's back in the day, he like, he, uh, he, well, because he saw it, and then he was like, man, I used to watch those guys' videos all the time. Oh, crazy. <laughs> What's his name? Elliot. Oh, shout out Elliot. Thanks yeah. for watching. Used to be a fan. What the <laughs> hell? Well, way I back mean, in the day. What the? Them, but, yep. <laughs> well, how to be a DJ. Um, that was a great one with uh, Jason playing Vod Van Cran. DJ yeah. Vod Van Cran. <laughs> DJ Vod Van Cran. And I think the video may have got like a million views or something like that, like mm -hmm. pretty quickly. But then it blew up now to our most viewed video to 31 million views on YouTube because of India. Mm -hmm. India just ate up the video. Loved it. 
Well, they, we have that Bollywood sequence in the middle, so I think. <laughs> That's true. Oh my god. We have always joked about like going to India as DJ Vod Van Cran and just mm. seeing what would happen. <laughs> like if he's like a carpet. like legendary character. There's just Nobody billboards cares. of you. Yeah, like they're exactly. using your likeness to advertise so many products. <laughs> hemorrhoid cream. Vod Van Hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Let's let's segue on into Wait, is this how you segue. If anyone else wants to be on the show. Hmm? If anyone, wants, anyone else wants to leave a message, speakpipe.com slash feeding off each other. That is speakpipe.com slash feeding off each other. Mm-hmm. What a weird name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, so, uh, okay, quick. Th- okay, Dave. Wait, oh, Dave wrote a new thing, a what new bit on the show notes. Oh, we have yeah. a fun fact of the week. All right, Dave, take it away. <clears throat> yeah, so our fun fact of the week is... Did you know in Argentina, there's a tradition where if a lost child is found at the beach, an adult will pick them up on their shoulders, go up and down the coast clapping, and people on the beach will also clap them to help the parent find their child. That's genius. That was legitness. That's that's very clever, (laughs) man. You know what this reminds me of? Your story about being lost in the woods in Mm. Ontario. Did I tell and that on the no, podcast? No, and save it. Mm. <laughs> save that one. <laughs> Dave got very lost and he thought he was going to die alone Whoa, in the woods. Oh, save it for the pod. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm teasing them. Teaser. Mm. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's get to this intro. I'll read it. Sure. All right, I'll read it. Today's guest describes himself as having a perpetual hunger for creativity. <laughs> According to his Instagram, (laughs) this is where we get all our info. He is an up and coming actor and model based here in Vancouver. He has guest starred on shows such as Resident Alien and The Good Doctor. And most recently delivered an incredible starring performance in our very own Trek ad named My Best Friend on the Trail. When he's not appearing on stage or screen, he also moonlights as a pirate on Granville Island's Pirate Adventure Tours. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing our favorite pirate, Jagger Jones, a.k.a. Yeah. Julian Nelson. Welcome to the pod. Uh, the fact that you put my pirate name in there is amazing. Your name is Jagger Jones? Jagger Jones. That's uh, my pirate alter ego. So it's part Mick Jagger and part, who's the Jones? Jones is... Davy Jones? Uh, well, you, yeah, you got to come on the ship to find out my oh, whole intro. Oh, okay. God, I can't wait. Hey, yeah. rate, rate the intro out of 10. That's what we normally do here. Rate my own intro? Rate or, oh, our <laughs> intro that we made for you out of 10. Oh, I'd say like a, a nine. Nine oh, out of 10. Nice. Nice. Wow. Close. What did I need? What was the extra one? What did you want me to add? Uh, well, I wanted you guys all to go like full pirate. And then it would have oh. been a 10. Oh. <laughs> we'll just like add like <laughs> pirate so, accordion yeah. under the intro. Like slowly building until you say the name. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll take the 9 out of 10. <laughs> well, hey, welcome to the pod. Why don't you, uh, let's start off by you telling the people who you are, where you're from, why the hell you're here. <laughs> yeah, uh, my name's Julian. Um, yeah, I'm an actor. Uh, that's sort of why I moved to Vancouver from Saskatchewan, originally a prairie boy. I uh, moved here about, I think, five years now to pursue acting, but also I just wanted to get out. I, you know, I, I feel like all the things I wanted to do weren't in Saskatchewan. <laughs> there was no whole lot to do there, so I decided to move out here. And um, yeah, I'm super happy to be here. There's like so many things I love out here. Not only the industry, but also just like 
activities and hobbies that I like to do. Trail running, you know, pretty big trail runner now. So, <laughs> um, yeah. For real though? For real? No. <laughs> but I do like hiking, casual trail walking. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what was life uh what was life like in Saskatchewan? Haven't been there myself. I mean, I don't really think you need to go. You could like drive through it and that'll be about enough that you need to know about it. But it's yeah, I mean, it was a good place to grow up. I think, like, I have a lot of close friends still. I have a lot of close friends from high school, which, like, a lot of people can't say, which is, you know, I think great, like, that I still have a close friendship with all of them. Um, so I think it was a good place to grow up. It was a tight community, so that was good. And, you know, but there wasn't there wasn't much to do. It was it was cold, so cold there that, like, in the winter, you can't, you can't really do much. You can go out for, like, five minutes and then you got to go back inside and then like spend another 20 minutes taking off the copious amounts of layers that you just put on. Um, and yeah, but it was nice because it, it felt more of like a community because everyone was like cozy in the winter. Everyone would like hang out inside and felt like really cozy and intimate. Um, so for the people who have no idea what Saskatchewan is, how would you describe this place? Um, flat, <laughs> flat and cold. That sounds awful, but like, actually, yeah, the, the, the pros, like, the sunsets were amazing, I'll say that, mm. and, and northern Saskatchewan's quite beautiful, there's, like, a lot of, lot of lakes, and, um, and the summers are great, uh, but, yeah, it's, 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 like, you can drive through it, and you can see, you can see, like, the earth curve, because it's, like, so flat, which is kind of cool, but there's also, like, a lot of space, there's a ton, ton of farms, and, like, so, when you're driving through, it's like, you know, it feels like, you know, there's, you, you feel so, like, you have so much space everywhere you go, which is, like, kind of nice. Like, things go on forever. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, where specifically did you grow up? Uh, well, so I grew up in, like, Prince Albert, I guess. I was born in Weyburn. Grew up in Prince Albert. I would say that was, yeah, where I spent most of my years. And then I was in Saskatoon for high school and then Regina, and then I came here. Does anyone call Saskatoon Toontown? Uh, yeah. Saskatoon or Stoon, mostly Stoon. Stoon, Stoon. Yeah. Ooh, I like sick. that. I yeah. like that a lot. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's kind of like Za for pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Has the same ring to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you ever been to Moose, Moose Jaw? Moose Jaw. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's it like in Moose Jaw? Always wondered. It's pretty. I mean, like Moose Jaw is known for like they have the tourist attraction of um these like underground tunnels that were like um built I don't know in like the twenties I think. For like, and it was like when they they were like importing stuff through these tunnels. I think I don't Boot, really like know. bootlegging, like prohibition. The, the, that was yeah. involved. Whoa. Apparently, there was at one point where, um, oh, what's his name? The, the like the gangster in the twenties, Al, Al Capone. Capone. Yeah, Jinx. Jinx. That well, apparently, he Jinx. was like in there at some point. So then that's like they have a whole they have a whole like show so, similar to like um, um, the pot like pirate show where it's like a tour kind of thing very yeah, I cool got, i got you a dab julian you've been yeah, trail I'm, running all day <laughs> i'm sweating here i might have to take this shirt off he didn't know there was gonna be so many questions about saskatchewan he didn't prepare <laughs> You're making um, sweat. i think i grew up in prince albert <laughs> i don't know <laughs> hey do you think saskatchewan gets a bad rap because i've never heard anybody say anything nice about saskatchewan ever uh like <laughs> <laughs> i think is it's just because i think I don't know. I don't know if people have like an expectation, but it's like, I think maybe people do have some sort of expectation that is like not met when you get there. Cause it's like, and I, I think if you don't know anyone 
and you get there, there's maybe not like, there's not really any like touristy things to do when you go there. Like, yeah. So if you don't know anyone, you're, you know, like when I go there, I go, I have all my friends and then like my friends have like cabins at the lakes. So we mm-hmm. go there in the summer and we go hang out at the, the lakes and, and like <laughs> drive around and it's, it's fun, but it's like, I can't, yeah, I can't imagine if I didn't know anyone, you'd be like, you'd be kind of like, well, what am I supposed to do? You know? Mm. I think if you have you had someone to to like bring you around, but it's again it's not much of like a tourist destination, so I wouldn't recommend like sort of going there to have like a a vacation. It's cool to like go check out um, if you're like you know interested in checking out all of Canada. <laughs> if you just need to check off <laughs> something off a list, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of the opposite of Vancouver, where people say people from here are like kind of cold, but there's lots to do. Yeah. Whereas I'm sure you go to. Saskatchewan and then, you know, if you know people there, it's about the people more than the location. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, also everybody who I've asked who has come from Saskatchewan now lives here and is a mountain biker. So they obviously mm-hmm. prefer to live here. Right. There's a bias too. If someone moves from somewhere to somewhere else, they left that place for a reason. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they're not going to speak as glowingly about yeah. it. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, I mean, I, I love it. It'll always be home. I don't think I'll ever go back there to live. It's nice to go back and like visit for a few days. And then I'm like, cool, I can come back here in which I feel more comfortable that this is like my, my home now, you know? Cool. So growing up uh, on the prairies, what inspired you to tap into your creative side? I mean, what, what was your first kind of like creative venture as a young kid? Oh man, I was always doing, oh, and I think like subconsciously I was always an actor specifically because I always loved film. I always loved movies. I also always loved how they were created. Like, and I didn't know that the, the, the acting was like the specific thing that I liked the most. I just loved the, the, you know, I always watched the behind the scenes and all that kind of stuff, how it was made. And then, um, even when I was like a kid, my mom would describe me. She would say like, yeah, he would be in the basement, you know, and he'd be, what doing whatever playing with his toys and she was like i swear i could have sworn there was like 12 kids down there and she would come down and just be me like playing multiple characters and i mean i still do that so, so that nothing has really changed but yeah i think from an early age i was always like excited to create my own scene or whatever um and then i started doing that with some friends and we were just like making like stupid videos and stuff and then uh i never really like it was a while till i started thinking about taking it seriously because I was in university for uh, business. Um, and then like a couple of years into my degree, I was like, oh, I'll take a, I'll take a, a theater elective theater class and see how that goes. And then I, I was like, oh, I love this. You know, this is what I need to do. And uh, and I almost dropped out of school and came here. But then I finished my degree because I was like, you know, this is going to be helpful. Plus, it's just like a nice little cushion to have. Um, what's the what's your degree? Uh, marketing major. Okay. Yes. So has it come in handy? Yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think as an actor, you, you have to like, um, treat yourself as a business. And I think like, you know, a lot of actors can like forget about that part of it. It's like, you know, most artists just want to like create their art and it's tough. Cause it's like, yeah, like totally that's what I want to do. But if you, if you know, if you want to do it for like a living or, or just do that you really have to think about the like the, the business side of things too so i was like okay well this this is actually helpful because i feel like i have some knowledge of how to do that and that's usually like the hardest part to get through so 
yeah, I, I mean, I don't regret, definitely don't regret like going through it. Was there a uh, particular film that kind of changed your your course, changed your life, maybe? That you no, know, because you said you liked watching the B- yeah. the BTS. How to be a DJ. So I'm wondering. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in India. Now how to be a filmmaker? <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering, uh, you know, when you're speaking of like watching the behind the scenes, if there's a particular film that comes to mind. Oh man, I think I mean there's there's two two films specifically when I was a kid that I watched almost daily, and it was uh, one was uh, the Sandlot. I don't know if anyone's ever yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep was like my favorite movie and I would reenact it every day. I'd set up my coffee table in the middle and then like there's a scene where he jumps over the fence in slow motion. He's getting chased by the the beast or whatever. And so I would reenact that every day with my jean jacket. And, and so I just like, I wanted to be like that character so bad. And then the other one was Space Jam. I watched cool. that movie daily. <laughs> Sports movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 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 the same thing. I'd reenact like the part where he like dunks with his arm and he keeps stretching. Yeah, and yeah. I swore that I could. I did it once. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Um. But though, yeah, as childhood movies go, those were like heavily influenced. And then like, oh, I don't. I don't know if there was a movie that I was like, ooh, I wanna. I mean, like maybe maybe The Dark Knight, but that was like pretty. I think I had already known that I wanted to do that, but I remember that movie being like, I wanna, you know. Uh, before I moved, watched that movie to after, like my life had changed. Not like drastically, but yeah. like, I was like, I'm a different person after watching <clears throat> this film. And I was like, that's so cool. I want to be able to do that. Like, I want to be able to, you know, affect someone in some way after like a performance or something. So I think that was like the major reason why I wanted to pursue it further. Well, you you probably did that, have done that because someone out there probably bought a fuel exe <laughs> like last week. Actually, so you probably changed someone's life. My my roommate just watched it, and um, he he was like, he was like, yeah, you know, I, I didn't even. He's like, I was just like along for the ride for for most of it, and I was just like, this is this is this is like a great film. <laughs> and he's like so good, and then he's like, by the end of it, he was like, yeah, actually, you know what. I'm, I would, I would buy this bike. <laughs> and he's like, it wasn't, it wasn't like aggressive in terms of like it pushing you in, in your face. He was just like, yeah, I think, you know, I would buy this bike. And I was like, nice. <laughs> well, so it's well, on the way to your house now? <laughs> he's honestly, ordered one? I could, I could see it happening. I could see him buying it. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about the, the, the film. I think, you know, this is actually a, a viewer request to have you on the podcast. Someone in the comments said, uh, when are you going to have, um, what did they say? When are you going to have golden, golden retriever? No. When are you going to have bike boy on or when are you going to have <laughs> bike boy? I can't battery boy. I think they call him battery boy or motor boy, motor boy. Motor boy. They said, when are you going to have motor boy on the, uh, shout out to whoever left that comment, but here he is in the yeah. flesh now. Now tell us everything about the BTS and don't spare any details. Oh shred God. us apart yeah it was awful it was terrible it was just like they were making me do all these crazy things and i was trapped and i was just like no <laughs> <laughs> well h- how did you come across uh i guess the casting call was like the mm-hmm. first um oh i think i found it yeah i found it myself online somewhere you guys had posted it probably facebook actually a friend a friend showed it to me and mm. she was like you'd be really good for this like this is you know you have this sort of look and vibe and i was like okay cool and then i and then i proceeded to um, check out your guys' videos, and I was like, Ooh, "These guys look like really creative, really fun, and also um, just like you know, really good at what you guys do." So I was like, "Okay, I want to, you know, I wanna feel like I want to be a part of this." And then I think from day one, as soon as I met you guys, it was like, "This is gonna be a, this is gonna be a fun shoot." So <laughs> I was very excited about that. 
And like, I didn't like, you know, I didn't know pretty much anything about mountain biking, um, which was okay. Cause I didn't have to be on a mountain bike. I just had to, to be a, a mountain bike. <laughs> <laughs> There's a metaphor in there. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Your acting teacher is like, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Be the bike. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think, yeah, from, from the first day I was already like, okay, this is going to be fun. And, you know, you, we, we went to all these places that I'd never been, all these trails, and, like, that was crazy. I was just, you know, I was... And, and also, like, there was a couple people who I had I'd met, like, um, I'd worked with Byron before, which was mm. great that I, you know... And you just worked with him again recently. I just worked with him again, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, so it's, yeah, I think it was fun because right off the go, I was, like, comfortable um, with everyone around me. And, then, and for me, that's, like the best way I can work is like, I, I try and like get to know everyone on set first. And then, and then I'm like, okay, now I feel comfortable to like sort of, you know, do my job, I guess. Um, and I think especially for the first day, cause we had to do all the dialogue the first day mm-hmm. and which I thought was going to be the hardest part, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I think, I think it was all like that, that one, once I got through that, I was like, okay, now I kind of know, how this is gonna work? I think I think I know like how all of you guys work, and mm-hmm. and it was very like very just like a really relaxed set. It was like really fun. Everyone had like good vibes, relaxed but also like very professional and like very efficient. So uh, I was like, yeah, this is gonna get, this is gonna go well, and and did. It was like super fun. Yeah, it's been very well received. Comments, mm-hmm. and feedback has been yeah. magnificent. People yeah. love your performance. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we did our casting call. We we I don't know how many people did we audition. You're like four. Five? Oh, I, uh, yeah, maybe something like that. I mean, like, we, had, I, we actually audition audition. We I asked on for a Google Meet or something. Yeah, I asked Zoom. for tapes from more than that. Right. Yeah. And uh, it was actually a tough choice between you and another fella, Julian. Really? Yep. Trek wanted. I'm so curious. <laughs> it, it was an, it was a tough choice. Um, the other fella was fantastic. Yeah, he was great. But, you know, it's honestly like doing the casting is uh, a miserable part of the job because you're just playing with people's it's livelihood, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I feel anxious. Well, on and your guys' behalf. Yeah, like I, I. You know, I have a lot more respect for casting because one of my friends was creating a sh- like a short film, and they got a like a an actual casting director involved with their casting process, mm-hmm. and so they got an insider of how that works, and and they were like, yeah, the, the problem isn't usually finding a good actor; it's like the problem is choosing from all these good actors. They're like, they're like, if we could cast all these people in this film, we would. Because they're all talented, and I'm like, well, that's that's very humbling, <laughs> and like, you know, I get it because it's like, you know, it's it's comes down to whether or not they're gonna be the right fit, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. I guess in that person's world, they get a lot of good actors because I would say that uh, we get a lot of not good actors <laughs> well, coming through. So sometimes yeah. it's uh, easy budget. to weed out the <laughs> depends on the budget you're yes. working in and yes. union, non-union, that whole thing. But yes. Yeah, it's for me when I see someone that stands out like yourself, I'm like, oh, yeah, like it just it feels different. It mm-hmm. feels like because we've you know, had other people that are varying le- levels of experience. And mm-hmm. you can sometimes get, we want someone who has little experience for yeah. whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But you can yeah. get a performance out of them, but, you know, you'll have to hold their hand a little bit more. And, right, and right, right. you know, you can't just be like, go. Yeah. Whereas sure. with someone like you that has more experience. But um, but also casting for this one, it, besides just having someone who can act and remember the lines, we need someone who's willing to 
run up and down hill. We need someone who is fit. Like yeah. I was asking people, yeah. you know, like, can 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 you run up a trail? How strong are your ankles? Can yeah. you show me them? <laughs> can I see x-rays? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was a tough choice, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy I got involved with it. <laughs> yeah. mm. So the shoot was five days. Mm-hmm. We shot one day in a house in North Vancouver. We shot another day in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. We may have split right, something yeah. else as well. No, I think we just did parking lot. We were going to split that day and then it didn't work out. And then we did three days of trail riding mm-hmm. uh, in Squamish in the North Shore. And uh, yeah, the first day we started off with the house because we felt that we wanted to get all the dialogue and all those sound bites done so that moving forward into the trail stuff, we know mm. what was said. But we actually had flip-flopped on the how to do it. We actually at one point wanted to get all the trails done and then we wanted you to speak in your interview so that we could, you know, kind of shoot. I don't think we in. made that conscious decision. I think that was just a scheduling thing. And no, we, maybe, maybe. I think we, we went back and forth and because we, we also thought like, oh, maybe something will happen organically on the trail. We want to be able to modify the script to adjust to. But it, I think it ended up working out the best. And uh, yeah, so we, we shot in the house and we used um, uh, this website. What's it called? Set Scouter. Set Scouter. Mm-hmm. Set Scouter. It's basically like the Airbnb for film sets. Oh, yeah. So you just it's just people who put their houses up and they know what it's going to be right, used for. Right. Because. Right we've done the like Airbnb rental before and then we go in there with all our film gear and we're, you know, it's kind of like bit, sketchy because yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's not what they're expecting you to do. Yeah. Um, and we had the nicest fella ever welcome uh, us mm-hmm. into his home. Uh, he was so pleasant to work with and we just could take free reign of his whole entire house. It yeah. was fantastic. He mm-hmm. built a fire for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. That was sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that was in the scene where you're uh, charging up and, or meditating. <laughs> meditating, yeah. And uh, I remember he, we had him on standby ready to light the fire. And mm-hmm. I brought him in. I said, all right, light the fire, thinking it was going to take him like 10, 15 minutes to kind of get it going. And he got it lit immediately. Yeah. And by the time we were ready, the fire was completely already <laughs> yeah. dead. <laughs> so we had to do it all again. But yeah, the, the first day um, went really well. And I was just so happy that you, uh, you could perform all your lines. Yeah, yeah, me you, too. You did have me the <laughs> script, um, yeah, on the floor, yeah, and but even with you know the assistance, you can't tell on camera. Yeah, it's, it's you good. had me good. like six inches from your face. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> that's what good editing is for. Yeah, <laughs> to help me. <laughs> are, are you are you good at memorizing tons of lines? Yeah. Well, I mean, usually, which is weird because my memory is not great. Like I have a bad memory, but when it comes to lines, somehow usually those like come decently quick um yeah which is good but also it blows my mind i'm like how why can't i remember other things but i can remember these random lines but i think maybe it's because i'm i'm like really uh excited about it and and there's like it's easy to like um sort of relate lines to to like a character or like to something like oh wow while i'm doing this like now it makes sense to like say these things as like this character, you know, um, that one was a bit difficult cause it was just like <laughs> saying things that were like voiceover things. But I guess, I guess as an interview, it would, it would make sense. Me just saying that too. So, um, 
Plus, I was a bit nervous. I think our, uh, <laughs> I think our, uh, our, our direction for you. I remember saying a couple things. There was like some scenes where we wanted you to literally act like a happy puppy dog yeah. who was excited to go out for a ride. <laughs> like the owner just said, "Walk," and then yeah. you know you perk up. <laughs> and we didn't use that. And we didn't use that scene actually. <laughs> we yeah, didn't use that scene. Yeah, that, that's left on the cutting room floor. And then the other direction oh, yeah, that I think yeah. we gave um, all the people who auditioned was um, Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that like. A sort of awkward humor. He's like a genius at that. Awkward, but you want to be friends with him, yeah, exactly. and he's just, just wholesome, nice and he's a good vibe. Yeah, yeah. It's funny reading the comments and seeing those choices in, like, oh, he's like a trail dog, or he's like or a golden, golden retriever. We got that yeah. a lot, yeah. which was the intention. Which was the intention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. It did work. <laughs> yeah. The floppy, the floppy hair. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah honestly that that hair went a long way for you because it <laughs> stuck in our head yeah. <laughs> the golden retriever hair yeah i mean it's gotten me a lot of jobs so i'm not mad about it yeah there was something i was gonna ask and now i can't remember i'm gonna have to sit on that one well wait i got a, i got a transition music <laughs> but i still want to talk about the same things <laughs> he didn't come to you after that oh my god nice. Ah, so uh, anyway. <laughs> Good morning. I don't know. I was going to ask about the film. There's so many questions. This is the first time we've actually like talked about like one of our projects on a, on a podcast. This is cool. I think we should do it more. And I was going to say to you guys, maybe we should do some like extra podcasts for our Patreon where we do like commentary for some of our old things. We could do it on How to Bees. We could totally. do a commentary on totally. How to Be a DJ. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. What? Give me uh, another transition. <laughs> wait. Nice. Nice. <laughs> now, we're just, now we're just going through all the sounds. I sorry, I saw Mario fart, and I really wanted to know what that meant. Did, did you? Were you guys ever like? Uh, was there anything? Because I couldn't tell. It felt like you guys were all like pretty relaxed and pretty prepared. Was there anything that you were just like? This isn't gonna like I don't know if we should do like this isn't gonna work or like are we gonna be able to do this because to me it felt like you guys were all like pretty prepared and everything was. Pretty I feel organized. that way every project. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I guess no. Yeah, not for me. I don't. I don't. Oh, okay. This is actually good segue. This is what I was gonna say. I was going to mention that the when we write and we and we, you know, we are all knowing about the entire project. It's hard, especially when it's this kind of film that there's like a reveal, like a character reveal halfway through. Oh, you're actually the right. the motor, the bike, the battery, whatever. We don't know. We can never know like how the audience is going to perceive that. We can't get out of our own head. So up until, you know, we filmed this when? April? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Up until it, the day it released, like last week, I had no idea how it was going to go over. Absolutely no. But generally we do know if something is if it has laughs or not, or, you know, we get the immediate feedback. We kind of know. It's kind of like saying a word too many times though, when you're so close to it and it eventually loses the meaning, like the joke Mm. gets lost. Yeah. And, uh, so I was pleasantly surprised when people are like, ah, like they kind of fell for it. They're like, I didn't, people are saying it. Like I I had no idea what the hell was going on until halfway through, which is kind of the intention. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there kind of was always that lingering feeling of like, is this, did we do it <laughs> right? Gonna, like, yeah. yeah, we had no idea. Well, I mean, yeah, but, I think, I mean, everyone who I've talked to and reading the comments, like, it lands exactly how it should have, so. Um, I mean, it, it's a weird thing, because, like, there's so many decisions and choices along the way, and it's just, like, 
every single choice, you're trying to make the best decision you can, whether you're writing a line or you're choosing an actor or you're choosing a sound guy or yeah. whatever on the day. And it just becomes this thing that's just like this, uh, this amalgamation of a million different choices. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, I had no idea, like I said, but um, all, all that we can really do is just make sure that we are doing our best, making the best choices possible. So, you know, at least we know that it's going to look amazing. Yeah. It's going to sound amazing. We got the right like locations, you know, all that. So we have all that going for us, but still, even when you have nine out of 10 elements, the story, the script can be crap and it all falls apart. So was there, was there any like major changes that happened on the day where it was just discoveries? Like this is actually, we should do this instead. Or were you pretty much, pretty much going along with what you had initially um, well, made? for this project in particular, we had a storyboard made by yeah. our friend Dan. And he, I don't know if you ever got to see this. He was episode one of this podcast? Yeah, d yeah Dan is <laughs> episode one. He he made a, a an animatic, like a storyboard of the whole film. So this film exists as like a crappy animation. No, I'm not saying that yet. Okay, so. yeah. Well, we should show you that. Yeah. Maybe I could pull it up in, in the middle of this. Um, so we kind of knew like that really helps because rather than just having, I mean, having no storyboard is one thing, but having a storyboard like as drawings, yeah, you still kind of, there's no movement there. Right? right. But with Dan, we have the, the advantage of seeing the movement and seeing how like the scenes are going to transition from one to the other. So I think we had that safety net. Yeah. yeah. I'd be interested to rewatch it myself. Yeah. Just yeah, to see how it compares. Yeah. 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 Maybe we should just like post that. <laughs> we haven't done our director's notes in a while. Mm -hmm. Brooke was saying she doesn't know if the text works that well on Instagram. But we, we talked about not doing them anymore because yeah. they're, they're time consuming. Sorry. I think something Sorry, more commentary like for an Instagram or something would be better. We just, we just talk for a minute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Over top. Well, so uh, let's talk about the uh, trail days and you being out there <laughs> running with Jason. I want to hear from you guys' perspective how that went. Yeah, I mean, it was, I, I didn't know, well, I just didn't know the extent of everything, like the extent of what the trail was going to be like and how much we were going to do and, and like how much I was actually going to be involved. And, um, I think, uh, the first bit I was, I was a little bit nervous, like, am I gonna be able to do this? But, and then once I got into it, I mean, Jason was super helpful too, to like, you know, with with the actual motor and with him knowing the trails and knowing like it was it was really made it a lot easier um and i think after like you know i feel like after even like an hour or two we kind of got like a groove going yeah totally of like is this the right speed is this you know is this how how fast we should go how slow we should go when i should stop all that kind of thing so i think yeah within like a couple hours it was like once we got the groove it was it just became fun yeah, it was my first time uh, being pushed <laughs> on the trail. And I, I got to say, you did a great job of like just adapting to that situation because we never tested that, like this motion at all or anything. We were yeah. just like, yeah, I think this will look okay on the day. <laughs> Not sure. And you did great at like, yeah, I think we found a speed and like the even just the starting, how like you would give me a little push. Yeah. Folks, he was actually pushing. <laughs> and then like getting into that, that like, yeah, groove of making it look natural but also i guess a, 
a little not natural. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. one thing we had to play with was your body position, Jason, because sometimes you would be leaned in a way where it looked like you were being pushed. But the whole idea was that you were practically invisible, right? right? You didn't exist. Jason, there was, and that was actually something that took a lot of finessing. Mm-hmm. It was like the metaphorical aspect of it. Yeah, and, and figuring out whether Jason or any character in the film actually interacted or like looked at you in the eye. So yeah, to the being pushed thing, it kind of took a little bit of finessing. Mm-hmm. Also, some of the like climbs we did, especially on the trail, were like loose, slippery, <laughs> yeah. and like I think we both crashed a yeah, couple times. A couple spills. Yeah, yeah, just trying to like make sure he could run up behind me while I'm also trying to pedal up this scrambly little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It fun. was like usually there was a point where we're like, well, okay, we got to scope it out, trial run, and then sometimes it was like one and go and then sometimes like okay we need to do this a couple of times to figure it out but yeah i think for the most part i mean there was no injuries which is good <laughs> but i think we were you came close yeah i remember one place one. in particular where you were like oh and you're looking yeah. at your ankle yeah. and i was like oh no yeah that was, it was my... like an, an added thing too we we're like let's let's just run down this like heavy bush like <laughs> yes exactly bush. yeah and that was uh, when we were working on the ninja shots the nin- where yeah. we just kind of wanted you to just be like jumping out of the forest. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't use that. We didn't. I know. I noticed. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, I think I would have noticed if it was used because I would have been like, that was that shot. Then I almost injured myself. You know, like another little bit of like uncertainty was seeing, like we have these like super high level cinematographers out. We got Byron and Liam out and we're shooting Jason being chased by a guy jogging. And like these guys usually, you know, like especially when it comes to mountain biking, they're shooting like sick mountain yeah, biking, right? like high level. Yeah. And then there's this guy running through the frame. What do you mean? I'm not extreme. <laughs> At times you got pretty extreme, but there was some shots that were just like running on like a flat on flat ground. And I remember, I don't know. I think it was Liam. He made a comment like, oh yeah, that's pretty silly or something like that. And I started to like crumble. I'm like, oh my God, is this lame? Like, how are people going to take this? You know, (laughs) those were actually the, so I watched it for the first time with my dad and my sister a couple days ago. And those were the biggest laughs were you just running. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Cause it's, it is very silly. Like the part where you point, the part where you leap. You mm-hmm. kind of like Jason, oh, yeah. Jason goes off a little jump and, and then they, you do the little leap. Yeah. Like that That's was... actually like one particular shot where I'm like, oh, does that look lame? But the thing is, we're also trying to make it's it accessible, laugh. right? Yeah. Like, like there even could have been the choice to have Jason like shredding and doing like crazier stunts, but we kind of want to make it more relatable to the average rider, like That's and true, how yeah. they're going to be riding. I have the animatic up. You want to see a little bit of this? Yeah. Okay, here we go. <sighs> okay. Um, I guess I'm kind of a new kid on the block. <laughs> it's me. People call me the quiet one or the little guy. But either way, I just really enjoy being out there with my rider. I don't really like labels, but I guess you could call me a riding assistant. Wow, this, this is legit. It's actually pretty close. <laughs> Dave's not bad at this. Maybe Dave should have been the guy. That was legitness. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you jump out. All right, I'm skimming through now. Skimming through. Yeah, you're riding up. Then you're there you are in the house, pushing up the hill. And uh, yeah. Oh, and here's the character that didn't make it in. Mm-hmm. Mr. Nunzi. Uh, I can't, I don't want to say too much about what this character uh, exactly was, but we did I have... We did have another character portraying another type of bike. And for multiple reasons, we had to cut 
uh, this character out. Yeah. R.I.P. He's not actually dead. He just <laughs> he's, got alive. <laughs> he's alive. Yeah, he's alive. Character. Excellent. <laughs> but there you go. Wow, that was that's like very close. So did you go, did you reference that a lot? Like yeah. while we were filming? Uh, yeah. Fair amount. Yeah. Uh, honestly, though, there's a there's also an equal fair amount of winging it, and we're out there sure. on the mountain, and we're given the trail, and you know the rocks or whatever. Yeah, we're not like yeah. scouting that like precise, and yeah. it's just like you come up with an idea and you make it work. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's also just a guide that once you've watched it, now that's in your head too. So it like True. visualizes something for you that yeah. you can then kind of internalize. Yeah. 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 It seemed pretty smooth. It seemed like you guys knew exactly what shots. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, we're pretty much geniuses. Let's give right, ourselves man. a pat on the back and let's move on from the fuel, all right? Yeah. How about one of those transition? Uh, give me the transition. <sighs> so, Julian, <laughs> what made you decide to move to Vancouver to pursue this career? Um, yeah, I think it was just uh, once I realized I really wanted to pursue it as a career, um, there just wasn't anything in Saskatchewan. So it was, it was either, I was actually pretty 50, 50 for a while for, for Toronto or Vancouver. Mm. Um, but my family has a cabin in, in the Okanagan. So I'm in BC a lot and I know I love BC. I'd never been to Toronto. So it was tough for me to, you know, I think I would have liked Toronto too, but I just love acting aside. I love the mountains. I love, you know, being able to like drive 20 minutes and you're in the outdoors and everything like that. Um, and, you know, yeah, I, I think... Sorry, I'm pouring water. <laughs> <laughs> you went to the bathroom. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, with film, Vancouver had been, like, you know, on the like on the upslope, which is really good. And there's still, like, a lot in Toronto, too. But I think, yeah, just, like, everything I started talking about, I knew some people here already that were doing the acting thing, so I talked to them, and so I had some connections already. Whereas like Toronto, I didn't really have any connections, because um, I was going in pretty blind. Like I didn't, I didn't really know what to do. Like I, th I originally thought it was like move here, go to an acting school, and then like you know get a degree or whatever in in, in an acting like at an acting school, and then that's how you get an agent. That's how you book parts, and that's how you you know get your demo reel, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so at the time when I was in Saskatchewan and I had just graduated, I was like, okay, hey, I want to go, go now. And then I looked into schools and they were a lot of money. And so I was like, okay, now I need to work for a year and like build up some money so that I can go to one of these schools. How much money are we talking? I mean, the one I was looking at was like, I don't know, close to like 30 grand for, I guess, like a year. Yeah. <laughs> for like, <laughs> what, how long is that? For, well, yeah, it depends. Some of them are, I think this was like a one year program okay um and some of them are like six months some of them are two years which you know give me more money less money i don't know but anyways they were a lot and and i was like damn i don't know if i can do this and so i uh i i thought i was gonna work longer and then come out here um but then i just decided you know what i'm just gonna go because i'm gonna keep making these excuses not to go not having enough money or not being the right time and so yeah i just like I just bit the bullet and came out here. And then once I did that and made some more connections, I found out like, you don't need to do that. <laughs> you know, you can, you can do things like just audition for student films, which are the people who are in these schools and they need actors. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily need the actors that are in the school. You could, they're just, you know, posted online anywhere. Anyone can audition for them. 
And then um, I got a coach. I looked into, you know, okay, well, if I can't go to a school, is there some way I can still train? And yeah, like there's so many coaches here that do, uh, you do privates, you can do, well, there's like workshops or you can do, there's lots of like month to month sort of classes, like scene study classes. And so then, yeah, I found a really good coach who I'm still currently with. And um, she taught me a lot. And then I met a lot of connections from there. And so, yeah, I just realized it was like, okay, I, ca I can just like come out here and do this. And so that was like very comforting um, because I just wanted to, I just wanted to, I just wanted to go. Like I was so ready and I was scared if I didn't go that I would never go. I would like get settled down and just stay in Saskatchewan forever. <laughs> That's awesome. Like good on you though for making that leap. What was that first month in Vancouver like when you, when you landed? Um, it was, oh man, it was, it was hectic but also fun, but scary. Cause I was like, it, when I came here, it was like, Vancouver is huge, you know? And now it's like, Vancouver is not that big. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but from coming from Regina, Saskatchewan, it was like, wow, this is, there's so much going on. I can go somewhere to a restaurant or like go, go out somewhere. And I'm like, I'll never see these people again. <laughs> <laughs> that's very untrue um yeah and I didn't really have any friends it was me and my roommate where we did everything together for a long while well, we lived together and then like we both came from Saskatchewan and we just did everything together for a while and then you know once, once I started auditioning he would help me with auditions and stuff and then um reading lines with you yeah nice, yeah nice. so yeah it was funny because he's not an actor but um he was very he's good helpful. at it yeah, yeah. Honestly, he put he put his all into it, and I was you know, nice. very happy about it. Yeah, um, I, I always see like on Instagram actors saying like, "Hey, I need someone to help me read lines." Yeah, well, especially now because everything is self tapes, so everything right. is. Um, I mean, there was still some self tapes then, but most of them were like in person auditions. Um, and so yeah, now you need to like find someone to read for you for all these auditions, and for, for a while it was him, which is really fun. Yeah, but it was it was like hectic, but but it was also it felt it didn't feel rushed like I didn't feel like I need to I just like found my footing and then um yeah just like started to figure out what I needed to do you know I need to get coached and get headshots need to like I mean, find an agent and all that kind of stuff and um yeah I mean I think I took that first year to sort of do that uh which there's not really a timeline that it takes to do all these things but I took a year I just like took my time with it and um yeah I feel I feel pretty happy where I'm at right now it seems like a pretty emotionally taxing process to audition and give your all and do callbacks and hope you're going to get a part and then maybe never get a, a, even a call back to sure. for them to let you know. Cause I heard that if you don't get a role, it, you just don't hear anything. Oh yeah. Yeah. I actually just had this discussion with my agent and, and <laughs> just, you know, and I know, I know this now, but it's, yeah, it's, it's tough. Like there's a lot of rejection, but yeah, like you said, there's, you don't, especially with self tapes now, you don't get any, feedback you know whereas in the room sometimes you might because they're right there and they have enough time to maybe say something whereas if you send a tape and they're not gonna you know take the time to email you back and for say, the record i think we do try to email people because we're nice that's really <laughs> nice honestly mm -hmm. and it and it helps because it's it's very it's very easy as an actor to just just think you know what what am i doing wrong or mm. why isn't but you you just never know how you know you could have been you could have been like the one of two picks that they were trying to choose from. And mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with the fact that you're not talented or, or anything like that. Um, so I try and just look at it like, 
well, I, I think I saw, um, I can't remember who it was, an actor, some, some video of an actor talking about auditioning processes. And he said, I just look at the auditions. I think it was Brian Cranston. I think it was him. And he said, I just look at auditions being the job. Like if you book the audition, that is the job. So you go, you do your job and then that's it. Like you just, you do it to the best of your ability. You're not looking to get a job because if you're like trying too hard to, to get what they, what you think they want, like you're never going to know what they want. They might not even know what they want, you know, them mm -hmm. being the casting, whatever, or the director. And, um, so you just go in, you do your job. And then once it's done, it's like, great. As long as you've done a good job, then it's fine. And then if you do get that call, it's just like a bonus. I like that. It's kind of, it kind of reminds me, I think of what Manila Gray was telling us last week that people don't pay us to play shows. They pay us to travel. I said that. You said that. Okay. Well, he's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got all the best quotes. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, uh, you're, you're a very stylish man and you, uh, you, you do so many things. You model, you <laughs> act, you, uh, you put yourself out there in so many ways. You ha I also have another, you have like a couple of Instagrams. I do. I, the other one's you, been pretty dormant. You're you're very good at expressing yourself in many <laughs> ways. I try to. I think I just I, I need to. So I try and find what is the best outlet to, to sort of express myself. Which I think for a while when I lived in Saskatchewan, I felt like, and this is nothing, like there's a ton of really talented artists in Saskatchewan that are still there or that leave and pursue it somewhere else too. Um, but it was, I don't know if, if why, but for some reason I felt like I couldn't quite fully do what I wanted to do there. And so, you know, it felt like I would do it as a, as a hobby and then like, you know, get, get another job somewhere else or doing something else. So I never felt like I was fully putting all my energy into it. And I didn't realize how much I needed that and how much I needed to do that until I moved out here. And then, um, and then I met, you know, people in the same circles, people who were, wanting to create and like you know not even for money sometimes you know often we would pay a lot of money to like make whatever it was like a short film and put all of our time and energy and like make put you know a hundred percent of our energy into it and it was really cool to meet people like that and not be sort of embarrassed to like put everything into it because everyone else was and and it felt like a community and and like a team um but then yeah I also do felt I felt like I needed to start doing things on my own too to to because it was just it felt like a need like I needed to express it somehow and so I found just different ways whether that be like photography or even modeling or um just like yeah creating film short films with friends and sometimes they don't even you know I don't show them to anyone but it's just like a way to sort of just get something out that I needed out um yeah, that seemed very... Yeah, I mean, uh, like, I've seen... We scroll through so, quite a few of your photos preparing <laughs> for today. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you do a lot of cool stuff. You put a lot of effort into, like, crazy photo shoots of yourself. Uh, do you do any, like, self-photography? So my... Uh, I, had an, I had another... I have another account okay. that I haven't really um, posted on in a while. I think I just haven't really been inspired in that specific way in a while because it's, it's been definitely a specific specific niche of like a style i guess um but um yeah that i used to do a ton of uh, self-portrait um photography i think it was because when i first moved here um i didn't have a lot of, i didn't i didn't have a lot of people to like do stuff with for a while besides my roommate and um so i was just like okay well i'll just start you know messing around with the camera and see what i can do and for me photography i always liked having a subject um 
because I found it so difficult to just shoot uh, landscapes and stuff. And I love that type of photography. I'm just like, for me, it was so hard for me to get something unless there was, as soon as there was a subject in it, I was like, oh, okay, now I can work with this. And there could be some sort of story behind it. So then I just started to use myself as the subject. And then I would start creating these like concepts. And then I, and then I sort of got into uh, Photoshop and, and the concepts became like more of like surrealism photography. And, and, and then I was really, they had like an under layer of, of some, I guess like feeling or, or something that I was trying to convey and then I, and then I, I, for a while I didn't post them and then I was posting some of them and then people would like, um, DM me or comment something that it like, you know, affected them in some way. Um, and, and would like say, Oh, you know, this feels like this to me. And, and sometimes it was not even at all what I was trying to, what, what why I did it, what, what it was feeling for me. Um, but I found that really cool. I was like, Oh, people can look at these photos and take something else from it that like wasn't even my like what I was thinking when I made it, I guess. Um, but yeah, I haven't really, haven't really done any of those um, types of photos in a while. I think because I just been focusing more on acting. Well, you're wh- whatever type of camera you're in front of, you're very charismatic, and like I said, you're very stylish, very fashionable. And for our uh, fuel uh, commercial, we actually dressed you down. <laughs> and I don't know if you noticed. Are you but, wearing? Uh, Pointing at his dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't want to look down. I was like, oh, I thought you were going to point at the, oh my, I was going to wear those I'm wearing his pants from the, the film. Pants? They're the pants. He wears oh them gosh. all the time. I wanted to wear the shirt, but yeah. Brooke donated it. I was kind of oh. upset. Um, that would have been amazing. I got to say, the pants, uh, they're fine. They're, they're, you know, like the legs are comfortable. The waist <laughs> is comfortable. The most uncomfortable part, and I want to know if you know what it is. Do you know what the most uncomfortable part of these pants is? No. It's the pockets, man. They're so lumpy. It feels like you're sitting oh, on like three wallets. Yeah. I think I'm, I didn't really sit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he was running, much. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jerry, you didn't sit. I also wasn't sitting on a bike either. So I don't, yeah, I, I found them very comfortable. As soon as I sit down, I'm like, what the hell is underneath <laughs> me? I, I remember after the shoot at the very end, we're all saying bye. Um, and I said, you want to take the, uh, you want to take the pants? You want to take the shirt? And you're like, huh. it's funny because I would never wear this crap. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? You'll never wear this. Like, give it to me. <laughs> and then I checked out your Instagram or whatever and like saw you dressed in your normal clothes after. I'm like, oh, okay, that's what he means. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. This guy knows how to dress. Yeah. Well, I used, to, I used to wear, I used to wear pants like that a lot, actually. What's um, wrong with these pants? There's nothing wrong with them. Definitely. I just, it was like, I think someone else. But why wouldn't would you wear, wear these? What's wrong? What's wrong with these on you? <laughs> I think I just don't, I, I don't feel as comfortable that, and then you would wearing them. And I like to wear things that I feel comfortable in. There you go. Um, hey, man, it works so. great for you. It does. It totally does. And I, you know, for other people, like there's, I'll see some people wearing stuff that I'm like, wow, I would never wear that. But they look great. You know? <laughs> ah, that's good. That's you know? nice. You yeah. can just like wear whatever. <laughs> well, I feel like most of your wardrobe is thrifted or something. Like you, you yeah, didn't buy everything this off I'm wearing of like new. Right now is thrifted, actually. Um, yeah, I think I just do that because it's it's like you can find the most unique pieces and um and and yeah, and then also it's very inexpensive. Who which is nice. who uh inspires your your style and in acting and all you know all these things that you do? Who, who are your muses? Oh my god, for acting? Um you have many. Yeah, I would I would say like uh Joaquin Phoenix is definitely up there for me. Um Leonardo DiCaprio, Denzel, 
Um, yeah, those have, are those are the big ones I would say. Probably. Have you have you ever? Uh, well, you're. But what about like your pirate uh, character? Are you inspired Johnny by? Depp? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually, um, yeah, actually, he's probably a big inspiration too. I mean, for like a style icon too. But but yeah, um, also his his movies, um, like because all of his characters are so vastly different, but at the same time. All of his characters have that like Johnny Depp ism, yeah, or that thing that he brings to all of them, which I sometimes have trouble with thinking of, like, oh, I don't want everything I do to look the same. Mm-hmm. So then I try hard to not be t- try too hard to be different. But then it's like, oh no, I think that's the important part is to like bring what you know to to a character, and I think he's like a just like the best proof of that. Of what everything he does, so. except for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Actually, still, you, I still you, think you ride for that one. I mean, it's a crazy character. The film, as it as a whole, is yeah, not it's questionable. Amazing, I, I rewatched it recently, still, and I was like, "What is going on here?" Well, it's the same thing with like the the newest pirate movies. Like they're like not great, but he's he's still amazing in them. What's the best Johnny Depp movie? Oh, oh, I don't know. That's a tough question. Um, maybe blow. We're gonna have to censor that. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had any run-ins with uh, celebrities? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on set, yeah. Other than us, obviously. Yeah, yeah. other than yeah, Jason, obviously. Obviously. I mean, I don't know what like a, I guess a celebrity is, but like, um, don't be coy. Um, yeah, I mean, well, I, actually, when I moved here, I did a background for a little bit, and then I was on this. Um, was it the they did a new version of the Twilight Zone? Mm-hmm. Twilight Zone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the the one episode where they're on the plane, and and there's like a monster on the wing or whatever. Like terror at thirty thousand feet or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it's called. Yeah. Um, and now I'm forgetting his name. Um, have you guys seen Step Brothers? Yep. Will Ferrell. What's what's John C. <laughs> yeah, Will. No, <laughs> he's like the he's the he's the brother. Adam Scott. Adam yeah, yeah. Okay. nice. Um, so he was like the main character on it, and that was really cool because it was like when I first moved here, and I didn't know anything. I was like, "Oh my, that's 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 Adam Scott," and he was like right right in front of me in like the plane seat. So the set was just like a piece of a plane, and as background, we just they were like, "Just act like you're on a plane." So we just <laughs> yeah, slapped like, "What else do you do on a plane?" Right. So it's the easiest thing ever. But I just was like out of the corner of my eye, just watching him act, and it was it was cool to see. Um, cause yeah, I was like, wow, he's so relaxed and like mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. And so they, the, I guess that was like the background director or background, what do you call him? Like person said, just pretend you're on a plane. Yeah. It would be like the, the second AD. Right. Or third AD or was whoever. It, was it weird though? Cause you usually jerk off on planes. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, all right. Yeah, like, well, you want me to do this? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there were people who were legitimately sleeping because you could hear <laughs> snoring and then like they'd be like all right that's a you guys can relax and then be a couple <laughs> no people way. who are already relaxed and just <laughs> <laughs> what the hell what? was that <laughs> listen again he's doubling down folks now this looks like a job for me the people sleeping it sounds like a great job god is that what he <laughs> says there? <laughs> that was better i didn't even know that's what he says and so, uh, I mean, that's pretty solid directing. Ah, just pretend you're on a plane. I man. mean, that, yeah, that's, for for background, that's definitely, like, a good 
could, like I think when you're doing background, you just want to like ah, just be like a, just do something normal, which is what background should be doing, I guess. But, I hate um, doing background. Do you I ever hate, do peas and carrots? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Peas and carrots is when you need to look like you're talking in the background, so you just mouth peas and carrots yeah. to the person you're standing yeah. across from. Peas and carrots, peas and carrots, peas and carrots. Uh, yeah. No, we would, um, we, we, I would always just have uh, an actual conversation in my head, and mm. it would be like the most um, secretive like, conversation I would never have with anyone and just see if they could ever tell what I was actually saying. You're like, so I masturbate on planes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have any uh, directing tips? I'm, I'm curious, you know, you've worked with many different directors. What's something that uh, if, if that director says that thing to me that they all say, I'm going to go crazy. Is there something that comes to mind that like just does not work for you? That doesn't that work That I for should me? avoid? I think um, it's like, it, for me, it would be... Um, more energy. No, it would be it would be like a, a false. Uh, I don't know what the word is like. False compliment. What's the word? Um, false like uh, enthusiasm or something like they give you. They're like that was really good. Okay. Mm. I, like I I want someone to be like, uh, if they're gonna you know, it's like mm. like and I can tell if it is if if they are being like that was really good and it was then it's right. like what when when it's someone who will say things when they're when they're not good they'll say that so then i know okay they're not just saying that they're right. saying it because right. it was good then i can be like okay awesome then i can move on because i know that either it's genuine mm-hmm. um but where it, when some people are just like just trying to they think that you're like you know nervous that they don't they don't they want they don't want to hurt your feelings yeah and they want to build you up so you can do your best job and yeah. i'm like if i'm doing a bad job please just tell me like tell me exactly what I, I, I for me i like to be directed i like to someone to tell me exactly what needs to to be done or like what doesn't need to be done or what I'm doing wrong or what, whatever. Well, um, that, that's great. I think that's a strong suit of yours. I don't think that works for everybody. I no, think no, some I don't people think so, I definitely yeah. have to do the bit of a compliment sandwich yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Sure. And like, that's, that's totally fine. Like each their own, like whatever, however you work. But for me, yeah, I'm just like, I just want someone to tell me exactly exactly how it is i feel like it's usually said like that was great um exactly exactly yeah (laughs) yeah Mm. oh my gosh yeah that was so funny that actually reminds me of this i just the commercial i did with with byron actually um and they were talking to i think it it was the i think it was the background actually and he was like (laughs) the director was like okay that was really good everything about that was was like you guys were awesome it's really good, um, but but and, was that, and then his direction was just basically Everything. do completely uh, the complete yeah. opposite. <laughs> and I was like, was it good? Then was that exactly what you were looking for? And it's yeah, it's funny when you get that direction. You know, like as a director, sometimes you're just kind of pulling shit out of your ass, just like ah oh, man, like you're like trying to figure out exactly what it is that you like don't like and you don't like and you don't totally. really know, and you're just kind of saying words and hoping it gets there, and so you're like. I don't necessarily not like that. So it was good, yeah. but I was still searching for something else. Yeah. And, and it's I like, have, it's not necessarily like a false compliment yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like the performance totally. was bad. It's just not what you were looking for. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you yeah. can like, and I you can, can be straight up and say, yeah, like, exactly. And that, that would be the best for me, the best way. And I can usually see it when it's like, you know, genuine and they're figuring it out. And I mean, I have huge respect for directors cause like that's tough. I don't, I, I wouldn't, I don't even know if I would be able to do that to be able to like, try and convey like what it is you you want you know because like you said sometimes you don't know sometimes you're like oh it's not quite 
Right, but I don't know what's going to make it. And everybody's right. looking at you, wondering what you're going to say, and you're like feeling like you're just stumbling over your words. And yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Let's try it again. <laughs> one thing I try to uh, not do anymore is say one more, and I try to say another. Oh, because there mm-hmm. might be another? <laughs> there might be another. <laughs> yeah. And I, one time, I think it was on our Looks Like a Session shoot, I was getting... Uh, I was getting accused of saying one more too many times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, as things go, I don't think that's the worst. I don't think that's the worst thing. Um, yeah. I mean, the direction that I got on, on this commercial was, I could tell it was genuine and is, you know, exactly. Okay. I know exactly what to do now. So, um, but yeah, I think, I don't think I've ever had like a, a bad, director experience i think i've just maybe had some where where they're not necessarily as much of like a like an actor director i guess where where they don't really give you that much direction which is fine um but then sometimes you're just like is that was that what they wanted i don't know because it's like moving on it's like i guess that was what they wanted <laughs> so maybe you haven't had any bad directing experiences but have you had any bad filmmaking experiences where uh, you're just on an absolute disaster of a set and you and you know that this is not going to go well <laughs> Excluding the one you just shot with us. <laughs> and please say the title and the crew, crew oh, names God. individually. And the, finan- the financiers. There's like, there's a couple, there's one that I don't even know if I want to really talk about because it was like one of my first experiences and I don't want anyone to ever find that. And now even just mentioning that, I think people will find it. Um, All right, bleep that whole thing. <laughs> this whole 30 uh, seconds is no, just going to be a bleep. It's fine. It's gonna be But let's but use it as a learning experience exactly. for the people out yeah. there. I not, think, not to put people down. We want to punch people up. Yeah, yeah. I think that, Dave's giving me a weird look. Did God. I use punch up wrong? I think I punch that was up. good. <laughs> Love punch up, yeah. but I try, it's, you know what? I'm just pulling shit out of my ass, guys. Yeah, just punching shit up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. I think I had. Yeah, there was. You can tell Dave to play the transition music. It's fine. No, no, I'll tell. I'll say. All right, all right. I think the only the only really bad. Thing that I've been on set with is is people who uh, don't want to be there. Okay, which yeah, is always yeah. like blows my mind a little bit because yeah. I'm just like insanely thankful to be there for whatever it is. And sometimes you know it can maybe be some someone like the someone who's been acting for a while, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe it's like a job that um, maybe is like lower than what they have been doing. Right, and so you can just get the vibe that they're just like sort of maybe a maybe above it or just like don't want to be there and. Yeah, I don't ever. I hope. I hope to never be at that point. I, I think we're all looking at each other right now, and we know the the last scenario that this happened, where the person felt like maybe they were above us. And uh, but on the other and it hand, wasn't you, Julie. <laughs> it wasn't you. <laughs> Please tell me. <laughs> on the other hand, we had someone who was so incredibly enthusiastic and just like helpful and friendly and saying, "How you doing?" Like, "Good morning," you know. And it just went so far that we're all like, we want to work with that guy again. But he, he was like, he wasn't like a, uh, I don't want to like diminish his role, but he wasn't like a super significant role, like yeah. in the grand scheme of things. But we're like, we got to have that guy back. He was yeah. amazing. I don't know yeah. who you're talking about. Uh, Kyle. Oh, the crew guy. Yeah, he, he pushed the dolly for us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love that you, guy. I hope he's listening. Kyle McKeach, I believe. Yeah. Docs. And now I've just exposed... Play the transition music. Play the transition music. <laughs> Jesus. So, what's it like being a pirate? Oh my god. Yeah. So. Okay, <laughs> that's the music. Really the music. <laughs> Jesus. 
All right. I don't even know if you could hear me. I was said, no, what's it, it like? Work. It didn't work <laughs> at all. I wish you had a, like a, uh, like a pirate theme transition. Uh, we can work on that. Um, but yeah, what's it? Okay. I'm asking you what's it like being a pirate. Maybe let's take a step back. Explain to the people if I haven't made it clear what it is that you being do. A pirate? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I work seasonal. This would be my second season just ended on Sunday. Um, but yeah, it's a seasonal job, uh, on Granville Island sales out of Granville Island. There is a pirate ship that is sort of a tour slash interactive theater cruise. Um, and yeah, there's, there's two different types of cruises you can go on. There's like the fully interactive theater cruise. And then there is a sunset style cruise, which is more adult oriented, 19 plus BYOG, bring your own grog. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There Grog, I uh, I yeah. looked up pirate lingo before this. You did, and uh, that means an adult beverage. An adult beverage is that where yes. groggy comes from? Because you're hungover. Yep. Well, actually, no, I don't. I have no wow. idea. Actually, <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> don't don't quote me. Hundred percent. Yes, and yeah, but there, well, there is an actual drink that is grog, and I'm pretty sure it's just like like rum and. And like water or something. I don't know. I can't. We could look it up. But Some pirate he is. Yeah. Doesn't even know what grog is. <laughs> what does it say? Rum diluted with water. There you go. Ah, okay. He is wow. a pirate. He okay. knows what he's talking okay. about. Uh, and they'll add lime or lemons right. on long sea voyages to avoid scurvy. scurvy. Yeah, so you don't get scurvy. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I, I worked, started last year, last um, summer, I guess. And... Um, one of my friends who was in my class, who in my acting class was like posting videos of him on this pirate ship. And I'm like, what is this? Do you just know a guy with a pirate ship? You guys just <laughs> go out all the time dressed as pirates? He's like, no, it's my job. I work here. And then I thought, how do I get involved with this? And then he was like, well, we're actually hiring new pirates. So come on in. And <laughs> like just the funniest statement ever. Yeah. <laughs> we're hiring new pirates. And Dream job. Yeah. And so basically we just get to act as pirates for five months of the year because it is like almost every day and you can like my voice is almost gone by the end of like right now because it was just like we just had our last weekend and um but it's yeah it's so oh, much fun last weekend i missed it i want to go on the pirate ship gotta, so bad come, man next year <laughs> i yeah. would sit in the beach watching the fireworks whatever relaxing and i'd see those pirate ships go by and the insane parties that were happening yeah. and i was like i just gotta go on that boat it's the best it's the best time ever and you know a lot of people will come on a little bit um a little bit like uh skeptical of it all and like just oh, I, don't, I don't want this whole like this is too much Cause we'll come in with like twelve out of ten energy, and like it'll be like, is this is this a lot or is this you know I don't I don't know, I don't know if I'm gonna like this. And then halfway through the sale, they're all they're all in it. Awesome. I mean, probably due to the grog. The grog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But yeah. Do you find it keeps you like warm for acting? Cause you're like oh, constantly yeah. acting. Yeah. Well, and it's uh, there's a ton of it's a ton of improv mm -hmm. because it's an interactive show, so you get the audience or the the patrons involved too, and obviously every show is different because who's on the boat is different. Also, who you're working with because there's usually like a first mate and a second mate, and then the captain, and all the all three of those are are roles, and so there's like different dynamics, mm -hmm. and there's different banter like depending on who I'm working with, 
And we sort of just mess with each other all the time on the ship too and try to like break each other, make each other break character. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a blast. It's so much fun. Is it kind of like Disney's Jungle Cruise? I don't, have you ever been on that? I haven't, so I don't I don't know. Probably. It'd probably be similar. Have you guys been on the Jungle no, Cruise? I've never no. been to Disneyland. Yeah, never mean either. Wah, wah, wah. I don't know where that is. Um, yeah, so the Jungle Cruise, basically, it sounds like a really lame ride because because <laughs> you just like, you just like sit on this like fake boat and it goes around and like there's all these animatronic animals. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, the, the guides, the hosts are why it's fun because they have all these bad puns and jokes and, oh, and yeah. they're the one guiding yeah. you through the whole thing. Yeah. Very similar. You should look up videos. It would yeah. probably be good inspiration. Good research. Yeah. Yeah. Like actually <laughs> there's a lot of bad puns yeah. on that, on Perfect. this ship too. And there's a lot of, um, cause the date, the theater interactive theater cruises are <clears throat> mostly like kids and families, mm-hmm. but there's obviously like the adults and the parents that come on. And so there's, there's jokes we'll put in there for the adults and, and you know, the dads on the ship, like nice stuff so about I, booty. <laughs> I, I really wanted to try and organize a, a get together, mm-hmm. uh, and it's. I went on the website, and it seems like forty people is the max party that you can book. Forty two, yeah. Forty two, okay. Yeah. And it, like I did the math, and it was like the the best package you can get. It was like fifteen hundred to two grand or something like that, which equals like forty bucks a person for the whole day. If you if you have forty two people, it's like a crazy deal. It's, yeah, it's it it's like not expensive at all. Plus, it's. BYOG. I mean, which most cruises have a bar and then, you know, you spend $10 a drink on top of that. So I'm, I'm just trying to sell it to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <you're crushing laughs> We're already sold. I'm already <laughs> sold, man. So Brooke went, uh, she saw you yeah, yeah. and, uh, she had the best time ever. Yeah, they did. That was, was a, that was a fun sale. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're all, honestly, they're all fun, but it's like, she had a little bit of the grog. She did. Say. As did let's everyone. Say, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, you guys get ready out there you got to you got to except for us we're professionals yeah you guys are yeah going all the way out in international waters getting up to no good yeah oh, well yeah, I, we got to get on that boat guys you do am i the only one that wants to go on this pirate ship i i brought it up to the group in the slack mm-hmm. no one responded you you i said yes you, you said yes yeah, we all I said like, we were into it yeah we were, yeah we all did but also i i proposed it on the day that we got back from a three-week bike park <laughs> yeah, tour because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was yeah, the yeah. uh I wanted to line it up for the celebration of lights. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, those were crazy because we went out like, and oh, our so ca- cool. our captain, Captain Cresty. Shout out to Captain Cresty. Um, he's like, he's he's the best, and we get away with it because we're a pirate ship. But we like went out and had a full normal like cruise, and then once the fireworks were on, he just like maneuvered his way through all of these like like hundreds of sailboats, and we just like Amazing. squished through all and got to like the very front, and you know, just people look like, well, it's a pirate ship, so I guess they can do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's pirates <laughs> on board. Yeah. Like, I, I ain't saying that. I don't want to yeah. get hit with a cannon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was crazy, because that was the first time I experienced oh, the fireworks on geez. a ship. Well, you're not helping my FOMO, man. Well, I'm know. just I'm just hyping you up for. Hey, well, if you guys need season. any video production, you know, you guys need to do a podcast <laughs> yeah. out there on sea. Let us know, man. Actually, yeah, you should do some sort yeah, of video should, for. Let's do a pirate pod. Yeah, let's, pirate pod. Yeah, pirate pod. Let's yeah. get all all you guys in character. Yeah, that'll be fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, like we do. There's so many things that happened on it. Like there's been like live music. There's a DJ who came on, and there was a three hour <laughs> sale, and it was just a rave. Uh, yes, just, just like just like the uh, pirate times DJ <laughs> on the poop deck. <laughs> yeah, and it was all pirate music, of course, all sea shanties. Oh, nice! Sick. Yeah, 
Oh man, that I, sounds I, like a good. I appreciate time. your enthusiasm for it. Ah, it's, yeah, it's the best. Because I feel like some people that would be like trying to become an actor might be kind of like, you know what I mean, like kind of put it to the side a little bit and be like, well, I kind of do this thing on the side. But you're like equally enthusiastic about it. When we yeah. were when we were on set and I found out they did that, that was the moment I knew that the pirate ship was a good experience. Because like, if you're doing it, it must be full on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like you, you know, if you did, if you didn't like doing it, then it could be miserable. But mm. like when I first applied, I, I was a little bit scared because I was like, I don't really like kids. And, and there's a lot of kids. But um, that dealing with kids on that is like so different because they come on there and they're so excited. Mm-hmm. And they'll listen to everything you say and they believe, you know, you're a real <laughs> pirate and it's the cutest thing ever. And so that keeps everything going. And it's like, it's actually so, and it just, they, they give you energy. And it's, yeah, plus yeah. single moms. Where's the plus grog? <laughs> yeah. A lot of moms. Yeah. Um, a lot of grog. And yeah, they're, they're all so fun. You guys need to come on is what I'm saying. So, so how does it feel to be an actor with a day job? Do you, uh, do you feel like you need, it does it keep things fresh or do you uh, have a chip on your shoulder about it? Uh, by like having another job that's... That's not it. Well, I mean, it's, it's well, interesting because you're... Di- is, yeah, because you're, yeah. you're acting. But so I'm no longer working on there right now, so... Because it's over. Oh, but you will be next time. Next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don't, don't leave before we visit. May and don't land a huge job yeah, I was just going to say, we're like sabotaging you on the side. Like, he was terrible to work with. <laughs> you that pirate ship. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, if I, if I didn't have to have another job, that would be great. Um, but it, it, it's, you know, just like this, the way it goes, it's so inconsistent and you can never know. You could be working consistently for three months and then not working for a year or who knows. So it's just nice to have something consistent to like relax a little bit and, and just be like, okay, I can, you know, I'll be okay if nothing happens here and. Um, I was obviously serving for a while, like in, in, in the hospitality industry. And that's like, I, I don't, I would argue it's not the best, not the only job you can do, but as an actor, it's was like the best because it's, you work at night auditions were during the day. You can give up shifts easy and you can make a lot of money in a small, short of period of time, which is all still very true, but everything is self tapes now. And so you can get away with having day jobs and, and working during the day and you can film yourself tapes at night. So um, I took that opportunity to get out of the uh, serving industry and, and try some other jobs. And so I work at a theater right now, which is cool because I'm around artists still and uh, doesn't feel like I hate my job. <laughs> so how do you, how do you good. define success? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jay. I just said, that's good. That's yeah. good. You <laughs> did, you good. did good thing. It is. How do you define success for yourself? Oh, <laughs> These are some big questions. Um, how do I define success? You can play the transition if you want. We got friends, Seinfeld, family. No, I think I think success would be like um, if I'm at a place where uh, I'm I'm completely content and happy with what I'm doing. And I mean, like I guess in terms of acting, I think it would be when I'm you know, solely doing that, but not only just doing that, but, but doing projects that I'm, I'm like passionate about that I want to do. Cause you know, it's easy to be like, like I'm, I'm like a full-time actor, but you could be doing, you know, certain projects just to, to like, you know, get the money to survive. Um, cause yeah, I'm not, you know, like, I don't think success is like to be, have enough money to, but obviously that's 
sort of a part of the job. Um, but I think if I'm at a point where I'm doing projects that I'm extremely passionate about and only doing those kinds of projects, I think like, I mean, I, I could argue that I'm, I've, I've, I'm like successful right now cause I'm, I'm literally doing what I love to do. So, uh, yeah, I think it's just when you're at a point where you're doing something that, that is like what you love to do then. And I feel like that's, you're being successful. You know, I don't think there's like a, a cap like where you're just like, nah, I've done it. Now nah, I'm there. Now nah, I'm good. Do you have a backup plan or is, is this for life? Like not really, <laughs> honestly. Um, uh, like I think, I think I would stay in the industry whether it be acting or, or something else. But I just love, like even when I said, like when I was, as I was a kid, like I just love the way films are made. Um, I just, yeah, everything about that. So I, yeah, we'd probably figure out something within the industry still. doesn't necessarily need to be acting specifically, but. And w what would you recommend to young aspiring actors? Like as a first step, what's the one thing that you'd encourage them to just do to kind of get them, get the ball rolling? Um, just audition or create stuff for yourself and just start like get some friends together and just make something because that's like the only, that's like the best way to, to learn is to just do it. Um, and then, you know, yeah, join a class, anything like that. Like just, just start doing it because you can never, you can't just like, you can't wait for anything. But to, Julian, like, I don't have a camera and I don't have friends and yeah. I don't have, I don't know how to edit. <laughs> you got an iPhone? Yeah. Good enough. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I have a Motorola Razor. <laughs> Does that take videos? Yeah. Sick. Uh, or 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 uh, find a outdoor stage and write a play. Do mm. a play outside. You know, there's totally like or or yeah, like get in contact with people who are in a film school and make a film with them who have all the gear and you don't. You I don't think that's I think that's sure. a great suggestion because when mm -hmm, I was yeah. making my like grad film back in the day, it was like I was so crappy. Like we we're all crappy. <laughs> Everything about it was not great. And it's good to be in that environment where the bar is so low. It's yeah. just like, ah, eh, we're just here to like just express ourselves and try some stuff. Yeah. Out. I remember when I was auditioning for student films and um, it was super fun because doing those films, like you said, everyone is at the same level and everyone's like down to just, mm -hmm. just try things. I mean like, well, like what do you think this, you know, mm -hmm. or is it's a little daunting, a little scary when you go on a set where, everyone's been doing it for like years and, and you, you're expected to just like kind of know everything. Um, yeah, exactly. I feel like you got to soak in those days where like the experience, inexperienced days where you just try and shit. Totally. Uh, yeah. Where you don't have as many eyes on, on you. Yeah. 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 It's super helpful. Um, I mean, like I think it, especially in this industry, it should be like a team. Like everyone should be helping each other out. So, and what's next for your career? What's next for my career? Um, like, do I have anything on the go? Do you mean? Yeah. What's, what's up? <laughs> Um, well, sorry, it was just written on Dave wrote it. Blame Dave. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he asked the hard vague <laughs> questions. I wrote, all, I wrote all the hard ones. Yeah, all the vague hard questions for Dave. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just hoping to continue to work on, like, I think I'm, I'm starting to do things more. I'm more excited about it. I, I just, I finished a, a short film that was really fun and I'm really excited about that one to come out. Um, and then, um, at the end of this month, I'm doing a, like an indie feature, which will be fun. Nice. Um, so yeah, just trying to keep, keep the ball rolling, keep, keep doing more projects. Just out of pure curiosity, I'm not trying to gas myself up. Do you think that our project will land you future roles? Do, what, what, yeah. what purpose do you think that will serve you? Definitely. Um, 
I just, yeah, I, I just talked to um, a lot of people who mentioned that specific thing that I've done, like that specific um, commercial. And uh, I think there's like a lot of things out there that that could be very helpful for like other commercials, even trail running commercials, trail running, <laughs> running commercials, shoes, running shoes, yellow shirt commercials. commercials. Yeah. 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 Brown pants with <laughs> pockets Golden that are uncomfortable. Yeah. Old navies <laughs> just like at the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, definitely. I, for sure. That, that, that's going on my, on my reel, on my demo reel. So, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You've heard yeah. it here. Patting ourselves <laughs> in the yeah. back once again. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty proud of that one. Yeah. Well, this is the part of the podcast where we want to ask you if you'd like to play a game with us. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> Did you bring your grog? <laughs> Just kidding. No grog is necessary. Well, no, we're going to play a game of this or that. And we have a list of 31. Jesus. Uh, yeah, 31. We have a lot for you today. We went Let's in. Let's do it. We have about 31. Um, we still haven't figured out like a proper way to describe this game. I always describe this, this game. That. Yeah, I always say. So basically, it's just this or that. I feel like I, I, I got a, I got the gist. You got the gist of it. Well, yeah. some guests they're like, wait, wait, whoa, 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 hold on, what are we doing? And then I have. To, <laughs> Can it ever be that or that? Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this or that? What about this or those? Is it only what two are those choices? <laughs> Anyways, you get the point. Uh, Jay, you want to, uh, huh? you want to go for it? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I can say I, I, I didn't want to play the music because I can't find it on the soundboard. Okay, are we ready for music? We're ready. We're ready. Let's rock it. All right, Julian. Question one. <laughs> Music is very loud. Yeah, turn that <laughs> shit down. All right. Is that what to be a millionaire? Yes. Mm-hmm. Question one film or television? We're going to be here all day. Film. Photo or video? Video. 70s or 80s? 70s. Comedy or horror? Oh. Comedy. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Saskatchewan or British Columbia? British Columbia. Your family hates you. <laughs> <laughs> Acting or modeling? Acting. Late nights or early mornings? Late nights. Acting on stage or acting on camera? Oh, that's, that's tough. Yeah, so that's different. the game. They're so different. <laughs> we should have had grog so that you could Act- not answer and take the grog shot instead. A- acting, we'll say, we'll say on camera. Summer or winter? Summer. Hip hop or rock? Rock. Piano or guitar? <laughs> I like how I just restarted that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should really just loop that better. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a, a part of it. Yeah, it's <laughs> part of it. That was like more dramatic, but there was like a little pause yeah. in there. Uh, piano? Piano. Yeah. Piano. You play both? Uh, no, no. You play piano? I don't know. I have a piano that I just play a few songs on. Okay. I would not say it's good I'm decoration. a pianist, but I, I enjoy it more. Bleep, bleep that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mick Jagger or Johnny Depp? Mick Jagger. Okay. Uh, no. I just want to specify that. that whoever wrote that wrote it MC Jagger as though it's one <laughs> Scottish yeah. like a work. like a Mick Double. Yeah. Yeah. That was me. I have no idea how to spell it. Oh, oh it's literally M I C K. M I C K. His first name. <laughs> uh, Mick Jagger. Uh, Mick Jagger. <laughs> or oh. otherwise known as a number nine. Oh, the so menu. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then. Uh, funky glasses or funky hat? <laughs> <laughs> Tough. Uh, funky glasses. Valley on. Village or Salvation Army? Valley Village. Yeah. The city or the country? Ooh. 
I would say the country. Ooh. Beach or forest? Beach. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Seinfeld or Friends? Friends. Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? Harry Potter. <laughs> James Bond Damn, or Mission Impossible? Good. Sorry. Uh, oh, I actually don't know. They're pretty even for me. That's not the game. James, <laughs> James Impossible. It's not this or this. Oh, Jesus. James Bond. We'll go with James Bond. Okay. Beer or wine? Beer. Beer or grog? Nice. Grog, obviously. <laughs> Lakes or oceans? Oy, lakes. What a random question. I didn't write water. We needed to know this. Water. We need to know this about I saw you. on his Instagram, he's like on lakes all the time, but he also works on a boat Project, on the ocean. Right. My so. God, you right. just tore his soul apart. <laughs> Ryan Gosling or Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> oh, that's actually. Uh, They're both listening. Careful. I think Ryan Gosling. Good choice. Skateboarding yeah. or snowboarding? Snowboarding. Swimming or running? Swimming. Pirates or vampires? Ooh. Pirates. But vampires is a close second. <clears throat> Pirates or zombies? Pirates. Muskets? Wait, wait, wait. Vamp <laughs> wait, wait you, you read it wrong. Vampires or zombies? I know, but I want to choose the winning okay, one. Oh, wait. Uh, okay, yeah, you know what you're doing. <laughs> Muskets or cannons? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should have said flint flintlocks or cannons. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. That, that, yeah, that was my Cannons, obviously. Look at these Flint cannons. what? <laughs> flintlocks. They're like they're, they're <laughs> pistols. I have a flintlock at home. I, that's them, the know. first time I've ever heard that word in my life, Julian. <laughs> you wow. said flintlocks. <laughs> <laughs> these fucking idiots don't know what a flintlock is. Guess we'll go move. fuck ourselves. Um, <laughs> all right, almost done. Lassies or scallywags? <laughs> <laughs> Lassies. You mean uh, like, it like means a young a young person. Lass. Uh but I would choose scallywags for sure. Nice. Yeah. Um hook for a hand or peg for a leg? Hook for a hand. Oh. And that is it for Well done, this or that. <laughs> Did I win? You, you won glory, fame, fortune, and grog. And I would say you did very well. And grog. Yeah. Yeah, you did good. That's some good Was there any there. that you guys were like <laughs> most of them? Yeah. Um, no, uh, like, how do you mean? Like, uh, like I can't believe you chose that one. No, because um, you said dogs, so I was good. You oh, said, fair. I, you almost I, said vampires. I like that uh, on Mick Jagger, you didn't even have to hear what the next person was. It yeah. could have been anybody he's in the world. My, he's my, like, biggest idol. Mick Jagger or literally your parents. <laughs> <laughs> Mick Jagger! <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, Jillian, for joining us and letting us. Wait, do you know what the name of our podcast is? Uh, indulge. You you have to say it. Oh. It is <laughs> feeding off each other. And therefore, thank you for letting us feed off of you today. Do you feel well fed? I do feel well fed. You feel metaphorically full? Uh, metaphorically, yes. Good. Uh, yeah, we encourage you guys, if you guys want to see more of Julian... I guess follow him on Instagram, which we've talked about a few times today. His handle is Julian Nelson. Do you have anything else you want to plug? Uh, no, I think you think you nailed it. Go watch uh, our fuel ad and go leave a nice comment or leave a comment here. Yeah. Uh, or maybe even leave us a review. We've been saying that we're going to uh, read reviews on the air. Should we read a review? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, we do have one. Okay. Should I? Let's see. 
How about Homestar the Runner? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Homestar the Runner gives us five. We have five out of five stars, guys, on a, on a Apple. Amazing. Let's keep that going. Holy crap. All right. Homestar the Runner says, secondhand feeding. I've been listening to this podcast for a little while now. The first couple episodes were good. But episode four with Brett Tippy took it to a whole nother level. I couldn't stop smiling and laughing as, as I was feeding off all the good vibes. Thanks for making my work week that much better. I'm looking forward to seeing who the next guests are. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Homestar the Runner. The real Homestar. Five Much stars loved. from Homestar the Runner. Thank you. Much love. Leave us a uh, review and maybe we'll read your review uh, on the air. And also leave us a voicemail at, what is it? Speak Speakpipe.com Al- <laughs> slash feeding off each I other. I almost said lay pipe again. <laughs> Speakpipe.com. Well, that's my personal website. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please remember to subscribe, rate our show, whatever platform you're listening on. Drop that review. Leave a comment on YouTube. We'll read it on there. I've already said this. Thank you for listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Please subscribe for more great podcasts.